Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Calvin's not just a place, it's a people. Very good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be looking back over the All-County Football League results from last weekend. It was um, round four action. Some were the club's third game of the year with some of the round ones going ahead this weekend. But to look back over all the action, delighted to be joined by the sports editor of the anglo South, Paul Fitzpatrick. Um, Paul, would you have... Believe me if I said to you at the start of this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Lara will be top of the table of all three divisions. Yeah, fair play to him. Fair play to him. It's great going. going. Yeah, it is fantastic going. And I suppose they're probably their best player, or one of their very best players, hasn't been available to them much. Mm. It's just Jack McKenna. So, uh, yeah, fantastic going by Lara, to be fair. Um, it's, start, it's starting to take shape now a little bit, the All County League. I know. County players and so on haven't been involved very much. Some county panelists got some game time, but it is it is starting to take a little bit of shape. You can see what teams are going reasonably well. Hmm. You can again. I I uh, we'll hear later on in the week over on the diehard service talking with 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 uh, Kevin and Arva man Kieran Brady, and he's a a big big fan of the of the split season, um, and how it 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 gives that clarity that when you're with one team you're with that team and, and there's no there's no break up on it so uh, I, I, I can understand I was talking to a club manager um, earlier on today and he was giving out stink about it <laughs> so it, it just depends on what what team you're involved with and, and, and how you're actually approaching it because I, I'd imagine for county managers it's a dream you, you don't have the disruption um, of a of a six, seven, eight, nine, ten week gap as as, as we hear. Um used not, to be not, not to open this debate again, Damien, but we had two football matches last weekend and this weekend in the All Ireland Championships. This weekend we've got ten. Like it just seems a bit nonsensical that you know it's a feast or a famine there. Like last weekend you got to see the two games, two Ulster games. Okay, the Derry Fermanagh game was disappointing. The one Sunday was unreal. But this again, and, and you had a lot of lower tier hurling on last again. So you really had two senior championship matches in football and hurling last again. This again, now it's just, you know, you don't know where to look. It's too, there's too much going on. And like, people be complaining about coverage on the Sunday game or whatever. You'd be lucky to see the throw in in some of these games. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, look, I, 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 I understand your point. Probably two and 10 is just too, too much. But there, then there's always going to be a, a jump off point, isn't there? Like when you have two competitions, as in hurling and football, going to be running simultaneously, there's going to be a jump off point. So it's going to ramp up very, very quickly. And then you had your league final last weekend, didn't you, in hurling? Yeah, the league final. Yeah, I love the hurling league now. It's it's really become a bit of a shambles 
um, in the top division because it's the complete shadow boxing, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much, obviously, in the lower divisions, but um, yeah, there's a lot of games this weekend, an awful lot of games this weekend, so a uh, lot to look forward to as well, fairness. Definitely, but we'll stay focused on the uh, the Cavan League. We will be looking ahead to all of the action um, of the weekend. Cavan, obviously, welcoming our Armagh. That's over on the Die Hard service. We'll hear from uh, Gaelic Life and RTE journalist Niall McCoy. We'll hear, as I said, from Kieran Brady from the, the Cavan camp. Uh, a little bit from Mickey Graham as well at the launch of the Ulster Championship and Declan Bogue. Um, of the Telegraph still? No, Declan's gone to the 42.ie now, Damien. I was thinking, I had heard yeah. that he, he was <laughs> going, I didn't know that it was official, so class, that'll be that'll be brilliant to read Declan in the in the 42, but that's all over in the Die Hard service. We'll also be looking back on the Miners' uh, defeat to Tyrone and the Hurlers losing out to Warwickshire, a big, big blow to the Hurlers, but that'll be all over on the Die Hard service on patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan. But starting in the Romar Energy All-County Football League Division, one Mullahorn taking on Arva Friday night on their lights in um, Our Lady of Lourdes Park in Mullahorn and they came away with a comfortable victory, 117 to nine points. Um, Arva on their strength, but as a Mullahorn man said to me, Mullahorn were far from full strength as well, but Arva missing Johnny McCabe, Holla, Tristan Hoffman, Conal Shorten, I think Peter and James Morris are definitely yeah, one of James, them. James was playing, yeah. Peter was missing. Peter was missing. Um, I'm just trying to think that there, there's more lads. Like yeah. One that we we forgot to mention last week when we were going through all the players Arva were missing. We forgot to mention Kevin Boucher, I think. I saw Kevin's name on the team sheet. I said, Jesus, I forgot to mention that man last week. Um, did he not play the previous week? I thought he did. Um, maybe so. Maybe I'm wrong. But he, he got a, si- he got six points in this game. A, a stormer. A stormer of a game. Funny enough, I think he lined out at centre-half forward, didn't he? That's where he was named, yeah. And then, I, from what I heard, was the, the player of the match was Cormac McGill. He scored three points from Ullahorn from centre-back. So between the two of them, they had nine points. <laughs> it must have been just, listen, let's just go at each other here. Liam Wilson as well had a great game from Mullahorn. He scored one eight, um, which yeah. is great going for Liam because he's been knocking around the team for a couple of years. Um, he was a very good minor, exceptionally good minor for from Mullahorn and the the one a minor championship. He'd be first cousin of Cormac and Keen and William O'Reilly and Callum Mussey. Uh, so he took over the free taking duty when Cormac O'Reilly went off injured. Yeah, he might want to give the freeze back to Cormac now. <laughs> Cormac will do well to wrestle them back now. So do and and Duffer wasn't playing either for Mullahorn, uh, and obviously Killian the Gunner and Gavin Brady as well. So Mullahorn down a lot of big bodies there. Yeah, Matty Hines as well. Matty Hines is right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but Mullahorn pretty much always in control in this one. Uh, leading by was a six points at half time, and then pushed it on to. To win it one seventeen as I said the nine points so yeah I think it was actually eight at at, at half time so um yeah good result from Mullahorn and it, it propels them up to fifth in the table now in the in the early stages of the of the All County League two wins out of four games for for Mullahorn <laughs> I suppose when you I think, think they've no, think they've only played three actually oh is it only three they've played yeah I think they've only played three yeah. They must have another game this weekend. And yeah, you're right, two two wins out of three games. But you think back to the league final last year and lacking Division 2 league final going all the way to penalties between Mullahorn and, and, and Arva. This probably just shows that when they're both at full tilt, there's nothing really between the sides. But Mullahorn have a bit more strength and depth in the panel. 
Yeah, well, Mullerhorn mightn't agree with you. Like, they'll look at it and say, we're senior. We've been holding our own as senior. We've won an intermediate for Zarva. Yeah. They are still junior, but um, yeah, I would say there isn't a whole pile between them talent-wise. But Mullerhorn, you'd have to rate Mullerhorn above Zarva based on their status. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, okay, then on to Saturday afternoon, Ballyhays taking on Gauna in Annalee Park and Ballyhays came away with 11 points apiece draw. Um the Michael Brady show, this sounded like a phenomenal final 15 minutes by Michael Brady. I think Gowna were leading by four points, I think I'm right in saying. Michael hit four points, Gowna hit two, then Michael hit two. Unbelievable. What What? Uh, what the hell is he at? Like, he scored, I think he scored the last six points in a, in a low scoring, no goals in the game. And there was only 22 points scored in the game. He, gets he scored the last... seven of them, seven of the, of the 22 total. Yeah, fantastic stuff by Michael Brady. I mean, he's stepping up there to be the, the leader of that team now when when David's not there. Um, Do you know what? He's been brilliant. stepping up for a couple of years though, hasn't he? He has, he has, yeah. No, he has, but just goes to show how important he is. Like He's mm-hmm. one of those lads that's, that's like Johnny McCabe, you would have said last year, that is probably currently standard or very close yeah. to it. And, you know, for one reason or another, he's probably not on the county or whatever, but one of the best club footballers, no doubt about that. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal stuff. I think he's he's uh, it, he, he's he's definitely consistently over the last number of years, last maybe two three years, Ballyhay's best performer all year long. Like he, he he's he's a constant seven eight out of ten, and then sometimes he hits up with a, a performance like that that drags Ballyhay's back from the brink of, of, of defeat and, and, and gets a draw for them. Like the last point was a free from well outside the forty five, I'm told. He scored one from open play on the second last point. Like he's he he's not just a good free taker, he's great from open play. Yeah. His energy is, is is phenomenal. I think he was playing in the middle of the field here. Um from Gowna's point of view, that that quite a few of the senior championship went inside. Just looking, well, had, looking at the team, Ronan Bannon, Cormac Brady, uh, Mark McKeever, Fionan Brady, Ray Kyo, Ryan Brady, Robbie Fitzpatrick, Connor Casey, TJ, uh, Aaron Brady coming on, Darren Madden coming on. Uh, and, you know, there was no, wasn't too many weak links. A few young lads that are, they're blooding in there, but <clears throat> they're missing a lot of players, to be fair. Like, but they still had enough quality on the field there. So, look, Bally Hayes, again, like we talked about them at length last week. They're a match for most teams in the county, but it's, it's all going to be judged on within an intermediate, which is a tough spot to be in. Yeah. Like, yeah. put it like this, if Valley Hayes played Garen in the league, you, you wouldn't raise any errors if Valley Hayes won the game. Or no. If, if they were to meet in the championship, I know they're in separate, different divisions, but to meet in the championship, Garen would probably just have that bit of know-how. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's fair enough comment. It's um, it's kind of the way that... But yet, yeah, Valley Hayes... Ballyhays are just kind of stuck in intermediate, but they're not an intermediate team. If if you know what I mean, I think it's a, it's a it's the right way of describing them. Yeah. Um. Okay. Castle Rahan. So we we both we both got that one wrong, Damien. Uh, oh, did damn you? I we both went for Garna. Yeah, and Mullahorn. We both went for Mullahorn. As well. we went for. So yeah. we're, we're we're one from two. Um. Castle Rahan were bettered by. Rama United two goals and nine to nine points in Fair Park on Saturday evening. Um, we both went for Rama, I'd say on this one. Yeah, we both went for Rama on that one. 
Did you get any word on it? I heard nothing about this game, I have to admit. No, I heard very little about this game at all. I wasn't talking too many. It was a very, very busy weekend. Um, mm. So didn't really, didn't really hear anything about it. Shawnee Keoghan got the second goal and um, Edo Cole got the, the first goal, which Rammer Twi- Twitter um, described as a la Benzema. <laughs> so I so, uh, don't know um, I didn't hear any, I wasn't even talking to anyone about the game so there's no point trying to bluff it but we, Rammer got the local bragging rights anyway, and that's they were the goal scorers that's important Lacken were taking on Crushlaw uh, in a local derby closer than probably people expected we both went for Crushlaw I think on this one but 311 to Crushlaw which is 20 points Lacken 16 points um, so yeah it was, it was an interesting game this one because uh Lacken have they've lost all the four games I think, but they've actually been very competitive. I think Mullerhorn beat them by a point. Um, they were way down, maybe ten points down against Rammer in the previous round. and got it back to a point. So Lacken have been have been competitive. They were missing their whole full back line, which is at the minute is Peter Galligan, David Wilson, and Kevin Shanahan. And so that was a blow, obviously. And and they were missing Raymond Galligan, obviously as well. So. Mm. They were they were down a few bodies there, um, whereas Crushlaw, yeah, Crushlaw were down a rake of bodies too. They were down all their, their county panelists, which I think is about six. They're also missing Pierce Smith, so you know, Crushlaw definitely have a deeper panel than Lacken. But Lacken started the game very well. They were four one up. Paul Eddy scored a couple of points. Killian Gallagher got a couple of frees. Um, Crushlaw came back then. The Tommy Boylan goal kept it tight at half time. I think it was. It was two six to nine. They got another goal from Kieran Smith, crushed out that meant a two six to nine and a half time. Then Lacken came out and got four points in a row again at the start of the second half. Two great points from James Smith and Shane Finnegan, point from McSorley and Galligan. And uh, but then Crushlaw Crush seemed to do a lot of their, their scoring and little flurries and they were able to keep Lacken at arm's length. Um Lacken went two up again. Crushlaw came back, Lacken went two up again. Then Matthew Costello came off the bench, got a point, Darren Gaffney got a point. Uh, and Peter Smith got got a goal, and that was the crucial flurry. So it finished three nine to fifteen. Um, yeah, three nine to sixteen. Three eleven to sixteen. Sorry, three, three eleven to sixteen. You're right. Yeah, um, yeah. Orrin Rehill came on and got a point, and Mark Stewart at the end. Sorry, I forgot about those. So, uh, yeah, it's lacking lacking are playing a little bit better than than the table would suggest. But even though they got sixteen points there, I haven't seen them against Rammer. They're still struggling for scores. They're they're not flying fit either to be, at the minute. I don't think they're probably still in sort of winter mode. And uh, Killing Gallagher is supposed to be going travelling. If he goes travelling, that's going to take away. Oh yeah, their main scoring threat. Jesus Christ! It's death by a thousand cuts for for this lack inside. They're, they're they're like the walking mummies that you you expected to have fallen long ago. Walking zombies and and. If this one comes, and then there's talk as well that that another one of the forwards are heading at some stage later in the year away. So, okay. um, yeah, they're they're they're. Uh, I think they'll be doing well to consolidate. That's probably going to be the end. But there's no doubt in their spirit, though. Like I've oh. seen them, I've seen them there a couple of times, and and like they're playing for the manager. They're putting in a big effort, but they're just coming up a little bit short. But I wouldn't be surprised if they pick up enough wins to stay in that division. Mm-hmm. Um. They would be disappointed not to have got something, even a draw or something along the line there against Rammer or Mullerhorn or whoever. Yeah. Um, at this stage. But Crushlaw, yeah, look, what can you say? Like it was closer to a Crushlaw junior team than a senior team, to be quite honest, when you look at all the players who were missing. Like they were down six county men plus Pierce. So that's half a team straight off. 
Mm-hmm. And there, there could have been missing one or two others. And then looking at lads even they brought off the bench that you'd expect when fully fit Oren Real and Mark yeah. would probably start. So no, well, Mark did start. Um, oh, Mark started. Ma- Matthew Costello came on. Okay. Um, Owen Cusick's back in there as well. He must be back. He was right. He, he was away, so he was always a good footballer. But mm. they were pretty. Their full back line, their back line was pretty strong. Like they, they, to be fair, they were nearly first choice with their back line: Paddy Riley, Fionn Love, Shalvey, Boylan, Smith. Um, but up front they, they had a lot of new faces there. But look, they're they're taking along there nicely. They'll be happy enough to pick up wins while they're missing their county players. McVitie and John Cook might have something to say about that backline. You wouldn't know. We'll watch it. We'll watch that space closely. Um, next up, Balanya against Kingscourt Stars. Uh, Balanya one goal and nine. Kingscourt Stars ten points. I I just love the Balanya Twitter account. It's it's absolutely brilliant. Where, um. The tweet was, from now on, we're going to call Niall McFree uh, because he was winning so many frees and scoring them, which we've pointed out over a decade now that, that he's probably the best free winner and free taker in, in the country, Niall McDermott. But later on, then the tweet is, Niall, Niall McFree, what was the phrase? Niall McFree scores, another, over. scores another Dermot or something. Scores another Dermot. <laughs> Just love it. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. But well, well even better than that for you, Damien. You predicted Balanya here. I had Kingscourt. Yeah, yeah. Just I, I'm not too sure how well Kingscourt travel. Um, I, 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 it's it's a funny thing within a county, but for some reason I don't I don't think Kingscourt travel that well. But um, I cannot go without mentioning that Barry Riley is he, he's he's lost the run of himself. He's absolutely lost the run of himself. He went for another blaster of a goal from a free from 20 metres and and missed it or it was saved or something. So I don't know. We we mentioned about him getting the, the ear read of himself. He's he's not listening at all. And, and <laughs> what he's done against Kelly Gary has just gone completely to the head. I don't know what we're going to do with this. <laughs> yeah, you got to quit, quit while you're ahead. I know, but what what a what a dynamic footballer, what a class class act, and and if I had his boot, I'd probably be be doing the same. And do, do you know what? When when O'Toole was coming through, I was thinking to myself, there's only a few players that I'd back to take that shot on at that moment in time. Barry Riley's one of them. He'd have taken that shot on. <laughs> you could be sure of it. All day, yeah. He, no, he but he'd have probably sold it, sold the dummy solo and just with the left foot and stroked it home uh, a little yeah, bit more right. stylishly. He wouldn't mean drilling into the bottom corner. <sighs> definitely, definitely. But uh, yeah, good win for Ballin, yeah. Great, uh, great win for them getting getting that home win um, at the weekend. Butsy Carlisle back into the full back line. The difference he's going to make in in that team. Um, and... I still have a few senior championship winners in that Ballin team, like mm. like. David Finnegan's still playing, um, Niall McDermott, obviously. So even though they're definitely in transition, they've lost a rake of, of players over the last two to three years. But you know, they still have that little bit of know-how there. And they still have Cormac Timoney as well, who's who's yeah. definitely one, would make any other team in the county. So, um, and they still have lots of players to come back. They're, they're by no means at full strength with what they have out at this moment in time. I don't think Kevin Smith played at the weekend. Um, Thomas Moore obviously hasn't hasn't played. Um, so they still have a, a bit of talent to come back into that side as of yet. So there's no doubt about it. They'll, they'll, they'll be happy enough where they sit. Final game then of the weekend was Calvin Gales against Killigarry and Terry Kyle Park at one o'clock on Sunday. Calvin Gales comfortably um, winning this one, 19 points to 11. Um Cavan Gales 
I'm just trying to think top scorer who was it probably Paul O'Connor um, I think Keane O'Donoghue had a very Keane good game Keane O'Donoghue again yeah he's having some run of form here well he's been our top scorer now now so far in the in the All-County League like, talk about transition like there's a big transition going on in that Gales team at the minute you have a lot of lads there over the 30 mark uh, combined with a lot, of, a lot of new faces like if you look at I would say the Gales had more lads over the age of 33, 34 playing at the weekend, certainly over the age of maybe 30, 31 than any other team in Division 1. Like You have a lot of experience there in the Gales team. I don't know had anybody over the age of 34, would they? Sorry, Alan Declan, Declan Meehan. No, Alan, he, wouldn't be, he wouldn't be 34 yet. Declan was, was uh, minor, I think, in 2007 uh, on that Gales winning minor team and he was Eligible for the cabin under twenty ones in two thousand and ten, so that would make him thirty four this year by my count. Um, Levi Murphy is the same age, as far as I remember. Alan O'Riordan is a bit older. Alan O'Riordan's older, all right. I, I wouldn't have thought. I thought that they were only a year older than Niall Murray. Those lads. Well, Niall Murray, Damien Niall Murray's thirty three this year. So that makes those lads thirty four. Yeah, well, it's twelve years since the under twenty ones. Like, oh God, you're right. And uh, you're right, Daniel Graham is a year older than Niall Murray as well. Yeah, um, so you're right, actually. My apologies. There's a, there's a lot of I love to hear that. There's a lot, there's a lot of experience in that game, yeah. At the minute, and you you've Paul O'Connor there as well, tipping over the, the 30 mark. Paul Graham heading that way. Um, so their challenge now is going to be to blend that. You can see it with the Cavan senior team, like you, you can put together a good team if you if you can get the right blend. They also brought on Niall Gurry as well. Um, mm. But they have a lot of lads to come back into that that team. Like um, the interesting thing on the Kiligary team, like we know that they they have waves of talented young players coming through. But sitting beside Mark Farley at the minor game on Saturday, and we were talking about the amount of forwards from Kiligary who have made a, a Cavan minor championship panel or minor under twenty one or senior in the last few years. It's, it's actually unbelievable. Like, um, like they've got. They've got three forwards on the county senior panel at the moment, which no, I don't know if any other club has that, which is um, Martin Riley, Bushing Brady and, Con- and Connor Smith. Um, Gowner probably have. Gowner pro- probably have. Daryl Lovett was on the ca- county panel last year and he's on the under-20s. Uh, Keane Keeney off the minor team last year. Um, there was another... Charlie Fallon. Charlie Fallon and, and Dara Noonan on the minor team this year. Uh, Darren Gannon was on the minor team a few years ago, and he, he's right. he's in the mix this year as well. And we're forgetting that's a good play. Darren Gannon played yeah. the other day. Kyle McDermott, with Mark McDermott, yeah, Mark McDermott. Sorry, yeah, yeah. There's there's there seems to be an endless supply of of uh, Kevin oh. Lovett. Is he is Kevin yeah. Lovett a forward? Oh, he's a defender. He's a defender. Yeah, there seems to be an endless supply of young forwards on the Kilgarry team. So um, they're top heavy with forwards, no doubt about that. They've got forwards there who. A lot of clubs would be probably building their forward line around, and they're probably trying to. You've got the two Moonies in there as well. They're probably they're probably trying to incorporate as many of them as they can. So it's an interesting position to be in. Whereas if you look at the the Gales forward line, you know the average age of the Gales forward line is probably about thirty two or thirty three. So they they now they have to bring back in obviously uh, Jack Tully, but Grote has to come back into it as well. So yeah. you know the, the teams at different stages in their development and. You know, they might meet in the middle. It's interesting, yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Like, the Gales, I think, are starting to bring in young Niall Crow come in again. If he's a forward, young lad, only seven. Yeah. 
Well, the three the three of Shehu's obviously, of which I think Joshua haven't seen him on the last day. He might be even the the most talented of those three talented lads because I, I thought he was he was really impressive for the. It, with his energy and all, he didn't kick the ball very much, but with his energy and so on, he looks like a player that's going to be a that's going to be a handful now when he when he uh, develops. Yeah, yeah. Um, good battle between Luke Fortune and and Dara Lovett in this game. It was uh, it, it was interesting. Uh, Dara Lovett scored an absolute screamer where he looked like he was running out of road. He was down the the sideline along the stand side towards the dressing room end. And inside the twenty meter line, turned back out, no option. Turned to go in and take on his man, no option. So he just stuck it onto the outside of the right boot and sailed it over the bar. And you're thinking, oh, you know, that's the special moments that's in him. And then in the second half, he drops two frees wide and a and a shot drop short on his left foot. And you're just going, they're the moments you got to tighten up on. You know, that's that's the difference in in in. Good and great, if you know mm. what I mean. He has great moments, but to be a great player, got to be more consistent on on those ones. He's uh, yeah. like he's special. He and he took a lot of attention. Like you, you know the Gale roar. You ever had a Gale? Yeah. You know yes. that roar. So the Gale's roar was louder when Dara Love got turned over than when they scored. You know, mm. it it was that Gale's roar. They were just delighted with it, but it shows. That everybody is aware of the ability in him, you know. He's he's such a, a special talent that people want to turn him over. They want to take the ball off him, and they want to see him opposition want to see him miss because yeah. then it it shows that you've got on top of one of the better players of the opposition in Kiligary. Yeah, yeah. Look at, I suppose what what will separate the top forwards will be that, that the top forwards are clutch. You look at Conor McManus, like yeah. um, Malachi Clarkin had a, had a piece the other day, and he listed out some of the. The games where McManus came up with the massive scores at the end, and just from I can think of at least two Cavan ga- games against Cavan that he decided where, where Maliki didn't even mention them. They were well down the list. He did it again, scoring a free from the wrong side for a right footer against Tyrone on Sunday. Um, and I suppose that is that something that you're born with, or is that something that that you develop, or does it come from confidence from knowing you've mastered the skills? That's a debate for another day, I suppose. That's nature or nurture, but. McManus has it, and the best players have it. And uh, you'd love to see, you'd love to see the best cabin players having it. Like you'd love to see Dar Love it now, showing that he has that because he's a player I love to watch. And he gets you, gets you on your feet as soon as he gets the ball. His acceleration is incredible. And to be fair, he has the he has the mentality that he'll take it on. He's just got to get the execution, and that that's probably a large percentage of. Being a clutch player is is having the guts to back yourself in that moment, and he definitely has that. He's just got to make sure that the, that the execution is is the right result. So, um, okay, all those results taken in mean Lara sit on top of Division One on score difference ahead of Calvin Gales in the Romer Energy All County Football League Division One. We th- we didn't predict that game for some reason. No, no, but I, I definitely would have predicted Calvin Gales. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> Um, so Calvin Gales and Lara sitting on top three wins from their three games Rammer have three wins from four games and then sitting down at the bottom of the table Arva with no wins from three Castle Rahan with no wins from two and Lacken with no wins from four games so um, all to all to look forward to over the next week most teams have a bye this coming week Brady's Arva Limited Main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. 
a family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Wilton West Recycling All County Football League Division 2 results from the weekend gone by uh, Friday night Coo Hollands against Lavi Lavi coming away with the victory here 2 goals and 11 to 9 points again Paul I hate to say it. no I don't actually I love saying it I told you so yeah you had you had this one yeah yeah, yeah. Again. Um, yeah that's that's Lavi have done something that they've never done in years and that's start the league really well yeah, yeah. There, there we say it. We, we better whisper. They might get promoted. They just might get promoted, which wouldn't be wouldn't be Lavi's normal form. But they're they're uh, they're going at it here. Um, second game then in Division Two was Drumalee against Killing Care. Three goals and ten to Drumalee. Four goals and eleven to Killing Care. Um, scoreline looks like it was a close game, but Drumalee banged in two goals in the last couple of minutes to. To take the shine off the Killing Care win, um, Killing Care forward line, Emmett Fitzsimons, Kieran Flynn, I think was outstanding for them. Uh, Peter McCabe, uh, Keen McGovern, all all contributing on the scoreboard. Yeah, uh, Kieran Flynn was was absolutely unmarkable from what I picked up on this game. Yeah, so heard, heard he he scored a goal and. Three, one, three, yeah, and um, score set marks up. set up a lot. Um, I think to be fair, that Killing Care were probably a little bit better than the scoreline suggested. They let in a couple of late goals, as far as I know. Mm, did yeah, yeah. Last a goal from Eamon Quinn and Tomas O'Keefe in the last couple of minutes. Um, in the last three minutes, kind of took the took the shine off the Killing Care win. Um, at that stage, but Drumley look at battling hard. Um, just need to. Need to keep on going. They're not too far away getting getting wins from getting wins in this division. So hopefully to come soon from from a Drummolly point of view. But good win for Killing Care. That's that's three wins now. Uh Hill Celtic taking on Butler's Bridge over in Hugh O'Reilly uh, Memorial Park. Three goals and seven to two goals and eight in favour of Coot Hill. A uh, good win there. We both went for Killing Care in the last one, but went for Coot Hill on this one as well. So I had Coot Hill in the last man standing, so I'm still going. Uh, you're still going too, aren't you? You had Crush Law, was it? I had Crush Law, yeah. Yeah, I had I, I, a gimme on that one. Um, or I thought it was anyway. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I actually thought Lacken at home might have upset the Apicart there. I considered going for Lacken, and I was lucky enough there with Coot Hill just winning by two points. Yeah, yeah, they're going well. It's a good start to the league for Coot Hill. Ballamacue then were hosting Baileyborough. Uh, this one caught both of us out because Ballamacue were so bad the previous week that I didn't see this one coming. Three goals and 13 to Ballamacue, five points to Baileyborough. That's a hell of a, a win for Ballamacue. Yeah, we, we owe, probably owe an apology to the Hughes team, I mean, to be fair. <laughs> we definitely do. We wrote them off. That's going to be that's gonna be in the post-match interview. Yes, wrote us off. Uh yeah, in fairness now, I think neither of us saw that coming. I mean, they were after leaking six goals, wasn't it, against Snapride? I think I'm right in yeah. saying. Yeah. Um, they, they had started very poorly and, you know, that really was a one-word prediction last week. We didn't give it very much thought at all, but fair play to Valley McHugh, they turned it around. Yeah, they'd lost 6-10 to 5 points. How do you go from losing 6-10 to 5 to winning 3-13 to 5? That's just 
that that's brilliant coaching or something something in between. Either that or a wrath the players came back. Billy Barley can score so like they're they're at the bottom of the table now. Like they let in four twelve against Killing Care. Uh, okay, well, one ten against Cahill, and now they let in three thirteen against Bally McHugh. So I, I think Michael argues away on his travels and they'll be missing a couple of lads that are involved with Cabin Hoarders are probably missing as well and mm. uh, and so on. But um yeah, it's a poor enough start for Bailey, considering you know, it's not like they've got four in a county panel or whatever. Yeah. Um okay, Drum Lane against Knockbride finished Drum Lane, nine points, Knockbride, twelve points. Um this one split us, but you got the right call on this one. You went for Knockbride, I went for Drum Lane. So you've got one back on me on this one. Um, Lovely. Didn't hear anything about this one, Damien. No, me neither. Heard heard very little. Templeport against Corner Fane. Um, you went for the draw on this one. I went for Corner Fane, and Corner Fane got the win. That's the first loss at home in Bombay for Templeport in three and a half years. Well, that's a great win for for Corner Fane, and it has to be said when you end a run like that, that's clearly not an easy place to go to. So that's a, a terrific win there for Corner Fane. I think, I think Jack Trainer got an early goal in this game. I think I'm right in saying that was about all I heard about this one. Um. Yeah, we have to send out an SOS to clubs. Any club person that's listening, please, please, uh, yeah, get someone in your club to submit a report on games, really, because, uh, you know, it's all part of promoting your club, and really and truly, it's good for your players to see their name in the paper or have their name in the media as well. Like it's all part of, part of the attraction of playing football that you get a little bit of credit as well when you do well, and it's, it's just hard when you have so many games and mm. you, know, you might have. There might be one or two clubs in the county whose PRO said, submits a report now, or it used to be there'd be uproar if your club report wasn't in. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm old fashioned and people have moved on to Facebook or whatever, but but I think it's important. And if people do want to send in information or get in contact about it, doesn't have to even be a, a full match report written up, but get in contact with either we are Kevin at gmail.com or Paul Fitzpatrick at anglocelt.ie. Yeah. And you can we, we we can we can talk you through about how we can get more information on on your games. In uh, fairness, we got I got a little bit in on the corner fame game, but it wasn't the whole pile. It was in the corner fame club notes, which are which are uh, always very. In fairness, the corner fame club notes are always very detailed. Uh, we didn't have any any notes on the other side of it, but um, yeah, there was a, bits and bits and pieces, Damien. Okay, okay. Uh, Beltorbet taking on Shercock in. Rory O'Moore Park and came away with a high scoring win three goals and 12 to two goals and 11 it's a good win for the Rory's um, they'll be delighted with, with that one we both went no you went for Biltor but I went for Shercock on this one so we'll have to do the totten up here I think I'm still one ahead or maybe two um, <laughs> possibly three we'll not split hairs um, but good win for Biltor but um, that win sees them pick up that's a win and a draw under their belt now so they'll be happy with that Shercock still without a, a, a point in this Wilton Waste Recycling All-County Football League Division 2 uh, Lavi are sitting top of the table with four wins from four then it's Knockbride Coothill and Killing Care with three wins um, under their belt Killing Care and Knockbride three wins from four games whereas Coothill have three wins from three games sitting at the bottom of the table and Billyborough no wins from the three games as have Shercock 
Drum Lane and then Drumley have one point from their three games as well. So I think it was Shane Clark uh, got a late goal for Sherrick here, which is more or less a consolation in this game. Um but Torbo were, were the better team here, ran out deserving winners in this one. Score they had a lot of scores. Killian Murray got two goals, he was lining out as a cornerback. Quite a few scorers around the field as well. Ender Henry got Tor- his customary one two. Um Niall O'Reilly, Brian Wallace. Was scoring Shane Fitzpatrick, who's the captain of the team this year. He's he got a point. Mark Lawler got a point. Colin Dan, he got three uh, on the Shercock team. One three for Niall Clark, and he was their their top man on the day. Yeah, um, very good. Right, we're going to keep rolling on because we're running out of time here, folks. Um, all County Football League, or sorry, it's the Kite Power Tech All County Football League. Division 3. Um, Corla getting the better of Kill. Nine points to eight. That's a really good win for Corla again. Um, don't know if you got anything on that one quickly. No, I didn't get anything on that one. Um, no, no. I, I could dig out a few lines, but, but we won't because we're tied for time. No, I didn't get anything on that one. So stop me if if you've uh, got anything on any of these games at all. Drumgoon against Drung. Um one eleven to Drumgoon, 13 points to Drung. By the way, we both went for Kill, got that wrong in the last one. Both went for Drumgoon here, got that right by the narrowest of margins. Um, Den against Red Hills, 2.14 to Den, 6 points to Red Hills. A comfortable win for Den. Um, Cavell Kilgan with 4 points. Thomas Edward Donahue was was in good form uh, for, for Den as well as they, they push on with their unbeaten run in Division 3. We both went for Den on the results or the predictions on this one. Kildallan were bettered by neighbours Swan Lambar, one goal of 14 to 5 points, which we both predicted. Kilishandra were well beaten by Mount Nugent, three goals and 19 points to Mount Nugent, one goal and eight to Kilishandra, which we both predicted as well. And then Muncher Connacht, got the better of Mahara, 14 points to one goal and six. So a five-point win for Muncher Connacht. So Mahara, I know I might sound like a broken record, but they're making strides, definitely making strides here um, as they as they continue to push on. We both went for the Munchies on that one as well. So that means in the Kite Power Tech All-County Football League Division 3, then sit on top with Drumgoon right beside them there. Three wins from three games. Drung have three wins from four games. Um, in third position and then down at the bottom of the table Maharat with no wins from three and Kildallan are on the same with no wins from three so um, all to play for this in the All-County Football League Division 3 as well um, We might we hold off our predictions until later in the week Damien will we? I think we will because I am bang out of time unfortunately folks so uh, don't forget Check out the diehard service over on patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan. We'll try and do our predictions. There's only about five or six games on this weekend. It's the postponed games from round one of the all county football league in Cavan. As I said, we'll be looking back over the minors, the hurlers, and looking ahead to the Cavan and Armagh game in Kingspan Breffney on Saturday evening as well. So, Paul, thanks for your time. Thanks, William Devo. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over. It was hard, fast football after that. You're in Kevin, Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Kevin to get come back into the big time? And then the cave, and it's over the lap, and Kevin are not buried yet. Kevin doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonald, what a goal! Farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah, hurrah, yeah. <laughs>